Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I update you on the recent performance of the Vitamin Shop and break down how some recent strategic partnerships could make sizable long-term impacts to the retail brand. But before we get started, I would love if you took 52 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Will the Vitamin Shop's decision to enroll in college be transformative for the retail brand? I'll get to my thoughts around that introduction a bit later in this video, but I did want to kind of run through some of the basics of the 2022 quarter two earnings report and conference call that was released on August 4th, 2022. For those that are not aware, the Vitamin Shop is no longer a standalone public company. It was acquired by a publicly traded holding company named Franchise Group. And you can follow along with the stock ticker FRG if you're interested. They did that about three years ago, that acquisition of the Vitamin Shop. The Franchise Group does own an assortment of retail assets that includes obviously the Vitamin Shop, but also Pet Supplies Plus, American Freight, Buddy's Home Furnishings, Badcock Furniture, and Sylvan Learning. Being that the Franchise Group likes to kind of make my life difficult by not breaking out any of like the segment level financial details. As always, this content will be softer on the financial numbers, but more focused on actionable strategic information about the vitamin shop, which in the end is probably more valuable to my community anyways. But let's get into some of that a little bit of financial data that the franchise group gives us about the segment and the Vitamin Shop's Q2 revenue was $307 million. That was up 1.5% year-over-year, but down 1% on a quarter-over-quarter -quarter sequential basis. Same-store comps was a positive 2.1%. That was pretty much made up by higher prices because volumes were down, but they did see an increase in activity in the sports nutrition category. Digital sales accounted for 24.8% of the total revenue in Q2. That equates to about a run rate of $305 million for the e-commerce channel. Operating profit for the quarter was $31 million, which was up slightly year-over-year year on both a dollar and comparative percentage basis. But before I kind of shift this content into some deeper strategic commentary, I do want to give a quick shout-out to the sponsor of this content, Ghost Lifestyle. I've been a huge supporter of this sports and active nutrition brand since they initially launched in 2016. Some of my personal favorites are the Sour Patch Kids Blue Raspberry Ghost Energy Drinks, Chips Ahoy Ghost Whey, and then the Bubblicious Legend Pre-Workout. You can grab yours at ghostlifestyle.com or through fine national retailers like the Vitamin Shop. But shifting back into the Vitamin Shop earnings, the specialty retailer ended the quarter with 705 stores overall in their system, which was down three from the previous quarter. All but one of the stores in the fleet is corporate-owned, with its first in-store discovery day completed just a few weeks ago. The excitement around franchising the Vitamin Shop is at an all-time high. Ultimately, that means the corporate-to-franchise ratio will start to change in the coming periods, as the Vitamin Shop now has at least 20 franchise stores in its backlog. 
While I know the franchising announcement garnered some mixed feelings from the vendor side of the industry, I've been a fan of the strategic shift since I predicted it three years ago. It's important, though, for the vitamin shop to remember that customers don't necessarily care if a store is corporate or franchise-owned. They will want a choose-your-own-adventure omni-channel shopping experience that fits their needs and wants, not the vitamin shops. And then shifting into a quick merchandising update, which I'm going to try to start doing this quarterly where I kind of run down some of the recent announcements of new brands entering the vitamin shop. Maybe the most high-profile merchandising addition was with the direct-to-consumer-only brand, or I guess not anymore, uh, Ladder, which if you remember from some of the previous content on this sports nutrition brand, this is co-owned by LeBron James and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It also was recently acquired by the publicly traded company, the Beachbody Company. Another intriguing merchandising addition was with Natrieves, Moolis animal-free whey protein powder. And you might be scratching your head at what Moolis or cowless whey protein is, but kind of stay tuned to my content because I'll actually be exploring the precision fermentation protein supplier Perfect Day. And I'll also be talking to the CEO of the Urgent Company about how he's using Perfect Day's cowless whey protein in a variety of CPG brands on the market already. Then rounding out the new merchandising additions were Snackhouse, which is a functional food brand that does seasoned milk protein isolate puffs, and then the Nutra Holdings family of sports nutrition brands that includes the top Amazon sports nutrition brand Jack Factory, direct-to-consumer brand Transparent Labs, and the new women's brand Sierra. I also want to mention an adjacent kind of merchandising or maybe a product category marketing news blip from the vitamin shop. They created and then recently celebrated the first ever National Creatine Day, which this year fell on July 9th, 2022. And then the Vitamin Shop is really no stranger to creating corporate holidays. They are also responsible for National Keto Day. Now, I want to shift into what I was referring to in the introduction. An intriguing strategic retail partnership was recently announced by the Vitamin Shop. It was with Follett Higher Education Group, the largest campus store operator in North America, which serves, I think, over 1,100 colleges and universities. The initial rollout will occur in a select group of college and university bookstores across a diverse range of locations. A selection of foundational health vitamins and supplements, sports nutrition products, and academic performance products that include sleep, mood, and brain health will be merchandised in dedicated branded displays. These will also be available on the corresponding college and university bookstore e-commerce sites. The product selection, at least initially, will come exclusively from the various vitamin shop private label brands. It was though mentioned in the press release that an expansion into on-the-go energy drinks and protein bars is expected as the partnership progresses in future semesters. This would likely provide some minimal future opportunities for the third-party vendor brands. That is, unless the vitamin shop is tipping its cap to future private label product development. They do already have private label protein bars, but the specialty retailer hasn't dabbled in beverage items yet. 
Let's just hope they don't get delusional like GNC did a few years back when they created Mad Pony private label energy drinks that flop badly. Here's kind of my hot take on this partnership. Firstly, it's maybe one of the more creative strategic retail partnerships I've seen in the last year or two. This was a growth strategy that the vitamin shop kicked off right before the pandemic, but decided to pause it and rightfully focused on more foundational items amidst the economic chaos and uncertainty. This is also aligned and complementary to my previous year-end prediction that the vitamin shop would be amplifying private label sales. Having a recognizable, trusted, and popular private label brands are a core element to having a successful, profitable franchising strategy. I also like that the vitamin shop is attempting to meet a key demographic where they are and at an important period of growth and development in their lives. That could pay kind of long-time dividends for a retail brand that could use a boost of younger customer energy. I'm not sure if the students can buy these supplements with maybe their meal plans or not, but that would really be a major boost. Since the initial merchandising isn't food and beverage focused, I'm hoping to see a lot of relevant content creation that is in an authentic student voice to create trial and excitement for these vitamin shop products. If this initial test is successful, I would also look to diversify the college and university strategy by acquiring the targeted e-commerce site Campus Protein. I know it was on the market for some time, but it could be a cool bolt-on mergers and acquisitions opportunity for the vitamin shop. Next, I want to talk about another recent partnership and how that relates to my kind of bigger view of loyalty programs for wellness retailers. In my opinion, loyalty programs should never just be about generalization, discounts, and points, especially in this category of retail. Supplements are really just a means to the end for shoppers along their very personal wellness journey. Only providing shoppers with that one small link in the chain is a long-term losing proposition. To be impactful, wellness retailers need to think about personalization along the entire chain that spans multiple wellness categories to create true customer loyalty. The question is always if you build or you buy or you partner to create this kind of health and wellness network effect loyalty program. The recent partnership with Flexit is an example of this concept I'm kind of talking about because it will help connect the Vitamin Shop's loyalty members with fitness experts from a range of disciplines that will work with them live via virtual online sessions. In my opinion, the Vitamin Shop should continue to seek partnerships, but as the various personalized loyalty perks become disjointed, they would be best served to explore the feasibility of building a comprehensive digital experience that can integrate all data inputs into a central place to further create customer value. I just want to end on some quick final thoughts and really update you on the negotiations between the franchise group and Kohl's, and unfortunately those have been officially terminated. The Kohl's chairman of the board stated, despite a concerted effort on both sides, the current financing and retail environment created significant obstacles to reaching an acceptable and fully executable agreement. While I was personally excited about the partnership possibilities between the Vitamin Shop and Kohl's, I know it's only a matter of time before the franchise group finds a deal that's impactful 
to the specialty wellness retailer. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. Thank you.